Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, my good friend, South Stand Chum, the bearded legend, Mr. Paul Levy. He is in attendance. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Orient Outlook podcast. This is number 59 for us. Wow. Uh, another astonishing week in the life of a Leighton Orient <laughs> fan, I think you can safely say. Um, there's so much to get through this week. Uh, never a dull moment, as you all know, supporting our team. Um, so I think it's probably best that we just cut all the waffle and crack on yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Cool. so episode 58 was recorded last Sunday and loads of listens so thank you all for listening just a few choice reviews that we had which we all appreciate so firstly from at Acquiance said really slick and professional thought Mike Brown music was really good thanks as always chaps and Mike Brown was very good last week he was very good it's probably going to give him a massive head though um, <laughs> but crack on well done Mike yep. um, Tommy Man 2 says thanks for another great podcast guys all the ups and downs of our great LOFC it's time for ups in our roller coaster ride yeah hope so hope agree so. yeah and um, <coughs> some bloke some bloke yeah at Dean underscore seven cox thanks for listening <laughs> Dean said great podcast lads a lot of positivity around the place can only help us for a promotion push for these in the last 19 games. Dean, thanks for this week, mate. Thanks for listening. Yeah. At Sean MCD83 said, episode 58 was brilliant as usual. Help me get through a leg day. Keep up the good work. Come on, you O's. I don't think I could listen to me doing a podcast when I'm doing busting out legs and squats and all the rest <laughs> of it. But fair play to you, Sean. Well done, mate. Absolutely. And last week we messaged, um, we had a few messages from the supporters club. And we're going to mention a few of them again this week, as it had quite a decent response last week. So firstly, there's a beer festival on at the Supporters Club on Friday, the 12th of February. Doors open at 5pm, and it's free to get in festival. Hours featured are from the Signature Brewery in Leighton, as well as usual, lagers and spirits rolls will be available. So get yourself down there, it's going to be a, a good night by all Absolutely, counts. yeah. And on the uh, 6th of February, which is next week, Saturday, as we record now... There are coaches from the Supporters Club going to Portsmouth, leading, uh, leaving sorry, from outside the club at half past ten. Uh, the fare is £22 adults. We did mention this last week, and the week before that I'd looked at train fares. It's about 45 quid, so it's probably yeah. only going to be more now. So £19 if you're a concession, uh, and £3 surcharge to non-members. So even with that, it's still going to be cheaper return Absolutely. Uh, fare down to Portsmouth. So bookings can be made in the Supporters Club, uh, which obviously you can't do that now, but because uh, that's only at home games, or yep. ring the travel which is 07722 That's the Very travel good. line for the supporters club. Karen and Tim in the supporters club advised us yesterday that coaches are nearly sold out, so do get in quick. Absolutely. So the week that was, Monday 25th of January, um, so Kevin Nolan said about the Wickham game, he said, I was actually disappointed with our first half performance because we had a lot of the ball, but we wasted it with a lot of long hoof balls that just went down the centre. And I made a note saying I think that was a good sign that Nolan recognised that and obviously wants to take that out of our game. He also said, I thought we came out and had a good five-minute spell where we kept Wickham pressed in their half and that set the tone for the rest of the half. And it did, it did Mr Nolan, as we dominated the second half and got the three points in your first game. So, nice quotes. I'm excited about what he says. Absolutely, and he recognises what needs changing. Absolutely. Um, Kevin Nolan's named League Two Manager of the Week by the Football League paper, who also included Jay Simpson and Matt Baldry in their team of the week. Yeah, so cool. fantastic. Absolutely. Of the week, which leads us on to Tuesday, 26th of January, where we played Newport at home. So Nolan's first game at Brisbane Road, so he named his team of Chizak and Goal. Defence of Shaw, Baldry, SM, Clehesi. Midfield of McEnough, Atanga, Payne, Geraldo, Martin, Simpson and Palmer. Uh, with the bench being made up of Granger, Turgot, Pritchard, Cashkit, 
Pollock, Nandalay, and Mr. Nolan himself. Absolutely. So, O's unchanged from last Saturday. One change on the bench, however, as Aaron Pollock comes in for the injured Cole Kakawa. Um, still no uh, Sammy Moore, even though he's declared him, himself fit yeah. in an interview. Uh, and also Alan Dunn. You've got to think Alan Dunn Probably might on not his way be out with now, us really. this time tomorrow. We will see. But great to see consistency with the lineup. You know, yeah. the same lineup that it came off a victory, so, so great to see. I think they kept the clean sheet and won. I think you've got to argue that they probably deserve, well, they would deserve to keep their, yeah. their place, you know. Absolutely. So, match kicked off, first half. Um, you thought it was going to be a bit of an anti-climax, or you thought well, it, it, an it was an anti-climax. Everyone was so excited, and in the first kind of 10, 15 minutes, nothing really happened, really. You know, there's a lot of possession of football, a few sloppy passes, pretty even. I thought Newport were very good, actually. Much yeah. better than I thought they'd be. Ditto. I thought they'd come better. here and we'd walk it a little bit, to be honest, with the Nolan yeah. um, fanfare and all the rest of it. But they played well. They did play well. They kept the ball well with their triangles and they, they passed and moved like a team yeah. that wanted to get the ball down and play football. But 24th minute, McEnough flashes across through the penalty area, just beyond Jay Simpson, unfortunately. Um, he missed it only by yeah. sort of a couple of inches, it must have been. Um, Not so, by much. No, absolutely. Not by much. In the 28th minute, great break from Warren. Simpson kind of got the ball and just kept running at the defence he kept backing away backing away nobody made the challenge he then took a shot it was definitely going in the keeper palmed it away well and still nil nil yeah 40th minute Clahessi was booked for a foul and it looked like he'd won the ball so yep. a bit poor there 42nd Martin hashtag Gerardo Gerardo Martin uh, full of CJM <laughs> full of confidence from his goal on Saturday had a pretty decent effort it was unlucky just to go over he killed that keep beating, yeah, yeah absolutely um, 40, uh, well minute uh, additional time added on at the end of the first half and Chip, Alex Chisak did pull oh. off an incredible save just from a few yards out to prevent Newport taking the lead that was a reflex save there's no way you know it's just literally the ball's coming at you just sort of throw your hands up and push it out the way Tremendous, absolutely. Even though it was close to him, the speed at which he gets his arms up and to push it over the bar for a corner, fantastic. Credit so to him, yeah. At a pivotal moment in the match, so straight after that, the halftime was to win, uh, and we went in at nil nil. Yeah. So that's a hard half for for us. We thought Newport were looking good, but we look. We did both notice this. We looked much more tight defensively and a lot more organised than what we were under Ian Hendon. And you got to give credit to Kevin Nolan for that. 100%. So there was 4,209 with 154 travelling all the way from, from Newport, yeah. which isn't a short journey, as most will know. Right, fair play on um, a Tuesday night. Yeah, absolutely supporting their team. Um, second half kicked off. There were no changes at half-time. Uh, two minutes uh, later, Jay Simpson saw an effort, an early effort curled wide following yeah. a neat counter-attack. That was good. Yeah, good effort, actually, yeah. for him. And you kind of got the feeling not much was happening um, in the first 10 to 20 minutes of that second half. And you... you Full or I definitely thought that one goal was going to be enough to win the game. Yeah, and it would be a one nil, and whoever scored that first goal would hold off. Yeah, to get that result in the sixty fifth minute, uh, Gerardo Martin got himself a booking uh, for a foul, and it was a booking. It was right down our end, wasn't it, by the corner flag? It was, yeah. And then just a couple of minutes later, Nandole makes his home debut. He replaced Oli Palmer. Yep, and then following that, a huge cheer goes up as Kevin Nolan starts warming up and down the touchline. Um, Question for me though is that at points he clearly wasn't warming up and was giving out so, instructions and signals from yeah. outside of his technical area. So I got told that the fourth official was telling him off for doing oh, that. Okay, he was re- he was telling him, you can't do that. Um, so from that point of view, um, 
Yeah, he was being a bit naughty there, to be fair. He's a very naughty boy. 69th minute, <laughs> almost a perfect start for Nandley. Great ball by hashtag CJM. And he almost made an immediate impact as he shoots low, but just wide. Keeper beaten. Yeah. What a start that would have been for Nandley. It would have been, absolutely. And in the 70th minute, uh, decent effort from Connor Wilkinson went over the bar for Newport County. Yeah, it was similar to hashtags in the first half. Yeah, and then in the 80th minute, I'll stop calling him hashtag. In the 80th minute, Kevin Nolan came on to a thunderous applause in place of uh, Gerardo Martin and you actually captured that moment on video I did and tweeted it and I did. amazing response he's got a lot of respect out there from his previous clubs Bolton fans in particular absolutely adore Kevin Nolan yeah well he did a lot for him he to did. be fair he yeah. did and he supported Kevin Nolan he had um, Collins and Collins. Carroll yeah. and O'Brien who O'Brien. there's a lot of rumours about O'Brien I mean I'd be personally I'd be surprised and especially I think West Ham have got I think Jenkinson or someone's injured for them in their defence, which would make me even more surprised should we get O'Brien. But there's a yeah. few rumours around, but this season's been so crazy. Anything you can never happen. know. Never yeah. discount you anything. Absolutely never know. Um, for me, in the 85th minute, my man of the match, Nigel Atangana, um, headed the ball into the 18-yard box, probably overheaded it and sort of hit it to wide of the 18, just sort of the edge of the 18-yard box. And yep. it was sort of hoiked back into the danger zone by Nolan, who had the sort of presence of mind. I think he was a, his his thought process is probably a couple of seconds quicker than, than most others in our league. And um, McEnough attempts to get the ball, but is, is shoved in the back uh, a little bit... Um, the ref felt it was an un- uh, it was unfair and awarded a penalty. Um, to me, I think that was a bit of a harsh penalty. I'm going to take it, obviously. Absolutely. But I thought it was harsh, but I think the referee atoned for not giving a foul, a penalty earlier. when he got brought down yeah. earlier, which was more of a penalty, in my view, than, than that. It's one of those, isn't it, where if you're the attacking side, as a fan, you'll shout for it. And if you're on the defensive side, defensive side and you see it given, you feel hard done by. And yeah. I think their manager in particular felt was very hard done by. I and do you, as well. You can see his point, really. Yeah, 100%. And for me, a big choice for Nolan. You know, after Simpson had previously missed two penalties in his last home match, no one could have blamed Kevin Nolan for taking that ball and putting on the penalty spot and taking that penalty himself. Because what a headline that would have made, you know, brings himself on. Scores a penalty. Scores a penalty his debut, wins the match. And fair play. Like the Rovers, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Fair play, he didn't. He let Simpson take that penalty. There's probably managers with bigger egos who would have grabbed that ball with Simpson and said, right, I'm taking this penalty. 100%. Mate. So, shows he trusts Simpson. Yeah. And for me, also shows that he hasn't got a huge, huge ego. Yeah. That's right. Well, he, he said, he'd, I think in a in post-match interview, he'd already said that um, he'd discussed that with him. And he said, no, you, you carry on taking it. Good. You know, so good. That, that's all good. So Jay stepped up for the penalty. Very tense, actually. It was, it was a lot of a tension. Nervy, in wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. nervy. And yeah, it was so late in the game, obviously, him having missed those two penalties and because it was Gets such a big game turn. for Nolan. But yeah. stepped up, tucks the ball in, sends the keeper the, the wrong way. I didn't actually think it was that good a penalty. I think if the keeper gets his right, it's an easy save for the keeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, he scores it. Uh, we take the lead and Jay becomes the first player uh, in a, to score 22 league goals in a season since Dave Dunmore in... From the 1961 to 62 season, which, which is what promo 50, season. F- 55 years ago. Wow, was amazing, isn't it? Yeah, um, um, but so he yeah. done it, and then after that, an additional four minutes are played. 
Um, Chizak actually got booked for time wasting. He was blatantly time wasting. Yeah, absolutely. But we were strong. Full time whistle went. Two wins from two. Two clean sheets for Kevin Nolan. And, and ultimately, you can't really ask for more than that. that. That's that's what you need. Absolutely. Gives them great confidence and, and certainly something to build on. And absolutely, and, it wasn't the greatest performance, but no. it was great Solid. to see. It's great to see that we didn't play well and win because yeah. that didn't, that hasn't happened that often this season. So. It's good, and winning breeds winning. You know, yeah. that mentality brings winning. Brings a confidence, doesn't it? Absolutely. And Kevin Nolan obviously does his usual post-match press conferences, yep. as all managers do. And he said, "When I came here, um, it was if you're going to win a game, you'd have to score more than one goal. But now, as you've seen tonight, last ten minutes we've scored, kept a clean sheet, and that gets you three points. Absolutely. As part of, that was an excerpt from his interview with Dave, and he also went on to to exclusively reveal today, Victor, that he signed Peterborough defender Sean Brisley on loan until the end of the season. Yeah, sounds like a good, so, good signing. I don't know much about Sean Brisley, but, no. you know, good pedigree, spent a couple of years at Macclesfield, done well, got himself a big move to Peterborough, didn't work out there, I think he got a, quite a bad injury, but he's back fit now, went on loan to Northampton for a little while, uh, and now he's with us, so we wish him all the best, and we'll kind of come on to his involvement a bit later in the show, yeah. I guess. No, no one just wants to create competition in, in places. Good. And, and at the moment, we haven't really got that. Oh, especially absolutely. in, in defence. Absolutely. You know, he's got Alan Dunn. He's not tu- He's not touching Alan Dunn with a barge pole. Or it, it looks, like, right. it yeah, looks yeah, like he's not good. going to. And after yesterday's performance, I, as I say, we'll follow on. It's great to have Sean Brisley at the club. Yeah. I think he's needed. Yeah, you know, 100%. So that was good. So that win meant we actually climbed up to sixth place in the league table. It so does. Played 28, won 11, drawn 10, lost 7, with a goal difference of plus 6 and 43 points. So good. really, really positive coming out of that. So your views of that match, Mr Lee? Yeah, so I thought, give Newport credit, you know, they got the ball down on the floor, played some nice football at times, which nearly caught us out. Mm. Um, Chisette making, obviously, uh, an outstanding save at the end of the first half, kept us in the game. Um, but for me, I think Nolan's organisational skills and sort of keeping it simple has worked. Yeah. You know, defending in banks of four, not allowing players to get through, everyone tracking their man, everybody working hard, keeping focused. Um, it's just but, amazing for me yeah. in terms of the organisation of how he's seemed to do it within what a week, one game, not even, not even a week with those players. And under Hendon, they couldn't do it. Headless chickens, just yeah, in my. Baffling. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, players like Shaw, McEnough, Palmer seem to thrive. And, you know, my my man of the match and my new favourite player, Nigel Atangana, absolutely brilliant. He definitely looks like someone that will fill the boots of Romain Vincelo. There's something about being French and being a defensive <laughs> midfielder. Just everyone that does that is obviously brilliant. So, you know, for me, he what made it more brilliant for me was that if he made a bad pass, he... he Recover it, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's all from me. Yeah, for me, first half was a bit of an anticlimax, um, and we are definitely starting to have a bit of luck now. That's recently been going against us with the penalty. You know, pivotal moment for me was Chizak's save on the stroke of half time. If that right. goes in, Nolan has to give a completely different team talk and yeah, change his tactics. So great save. And with ten minutes left, I was sitting there, you know, in the cold south stand, along with probably everyone else, thinking this is a massive opportunity, and we're going to draw this nil nil and not do it. And you know, we get a fortunate penalty and win the game. So brilliant to see and like I've said credit to Nolan he could have stolen the headlines by taking the penalty and scoring but he let Jay Simpson take it um, another clean sheet but organisation we definitely look harder to beat which is fantastic yep. however there's one thing a, f- a lot of fans are starting to sing super super Kevin Nolan for me I-, I like Kevin Nolan but there's only one super Kev for me for the time being and I'm not quite ready to sing Super Kevin Nolan. I'm happy to sing Nolan's name in the ground, but I just can't sing Super Kevin Nolan. Can't replace Lisby that soon. I can't replace Lisby that soon. Okay. 
My my bed, oh, my bed is still too warm for Lisby to <laughs> let another Kev get in there. <laughs> I hope 100% agree. Yeah. 100% it's still too early for that. <laughs> so those are our views. Yeah. Your views. Ben LO, at Ben LOFC sent us a very, very long DM very good. Um, message, which was absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, sent us a DM. Uh, we've cut bits of it out because just, just thinking of time yep. here. But, but Ben says, good result against an organised Newport side. Certainly not the finished article by any means and masses of improvement are needed. But all in all, you can tell... That this new look, uh, that this is a new look orient. The way we attack looks more promising at times, and has obviously excited players like McEnough, who was superb, great energy and effort. The back four, apart from Shaw, is what needs fixing now. I think the lack of confidence in our defence can be seen throughout the team. It almost holds us back at times. Tonight there were occasions when Nigel and Payne were reluctant to push on, maybe because they were nervous about leaving the back four. This is something that Nolan needs to work on as we can be outnumbered in our attacks if both centre mids stay back. I'm sure he's spotted this already and will bring new faces to build confidence. You need a solid back four you can build on to get out of this league. Spot on. Spot on. Hang on. Well done, Ben. Yep. Other fusing on Twitter at Ron Sampson15. So Newport can count themselves a bit unlucky not to go over a point. But having said that, I'll take the three points. And at James Jam McMahon said, Atangana is going to be a very divisive player. I thought he was excellent. Four lads behind me, exact opposite view. Yeah, very strange. We thought he had hundred percent. We both thought he had a really good yeah. game and was, you know, made some great challenges and some good passes. At Richie J Bourne said, it's all about three points. Great result. Thank God Newport didn't get a penalty at the end. Yeah, we missed that. There was Newport had appeals for a penalty that could have easily been given. Mm. Um, S and better. But still worries me. Richie, you were right to be worried. Yeah, at Boats he said, tough game, but Nolan's made the difference by inspiring the players to victory on and off the pitch. At Why Always GE said, we were better on Saturday. I had high expectations after the Wickham game, but we seem to improve in the second half though. At Chris underscore Holmes 24, under Hendon, we would have lost that game 1-0. Very pleased with the clean sheet, massive win for us. At Rob underscore Ness underscore Scythe said, short is quality, hashtag CJM is quality. Great win though, we left it late. Got to grind some games out, and we did. Yeah, at mid-table obscure said solid home start from for Nolan. Nice to have Nigel to help support the defence, and another clean sheet, something to build on. Yeah, at George O in seventy-seven said we weren't brilliant today, but looked much more solid at the back. And with Nolan on, with Nolan on at the end, we looked good. At Orient Fan TV, what a difference Nolan has made, even after just two matches, two clean sheets, six points. And may it continue up the O's. Yeah, at Tom P1984. So I'm more impressed with the two clean sheets on the bounce. Goals up top don't matter unless you're tight in defence. Yeah. A valid point. Really valid. Right. At Luke T underscore said, thought it was great that Nolan played. Simo is out of this world and I thought Gerardo Martin had a great game. Yeah, Gerardo Martin done very well. And very I think well. Nolan done very well. And he, I think Nolan's only... 75 to 80% fit so imagine what kind of player we're going to get when he actually gets his fitness to 100% yeah very good at MX Quicks said so Nolan has brought the buzz back to Brisbane Road not getting too carried away but we are going in the right direction at Dinmark said winning while not playing at your best is a sign of a good team yeah at Stiggy 64 said a decent performance from the O's we look more organised but it will take time for the players to settle to the new style yeah at Les LK 52 solid but not spectacular and we all owe Alex Chizak a huge drink spot <laughs> yeah. on at Elliot M. Byrne said Fraser Shaw has been showing why he should never have been dropped by Hendon yeah he did, he did actually at S underscore Fitz 95 Shaw was immense tonight outstanding composure and experienced play from a young player huge potential at John J. Miller 23 said thought it was a lucky penalty from the stands and the replay I've seen confirms it still a clean sheet and could be nine points gained in a week. Yeah, Baggy's house 42. Great to feel 
uh, the buzz back home, uh, respecting your manager and teammate makes a difference. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. spot on there. At Hope, boy 291. So clean sheets and a J Simpson strike. Up the football league we go. A bit scrappy, but touches of class. Very promising. And finally, Ben D. Bollard said, it was a win and probably just about deserved. Hopefully now gathering a bit of momentum. Big Nigel was man of the match for me. Yep, so thank you for all your tweets to at Orient Outlook following the Newport game. We haven't been able to mention all of them, but you know we do appreciate it and we'll yep. do everything we can. So that leads us on to Wednesday, the 27th of January, and it was announced by the Leighton Orient Trust that Dean Cox has been nominated as our Community Player of the Year for 2015, taking over from Elliot Omazuzi, who done some absolutely superb work for the Trust. So we wish Dean luck within that... Um, Award ceremony, yeah, and fingers crossed that he can bring it. Bring yeah, it back good, to luck, mate. Road. yeah good luck, mate. Yeah, good luck, Dean. Uh, the club formally announced Sean Brisley's arrival, saying a defender, 25, joins the O's in a deal which will see him spend the remainder of the 2015-16 season at the Matchroom Stadium. Kevin Nolan said, "When we spoke to Sean, he was really eager to join, and that delighted me. I wanted to get him in the door as quickly as possible because it creates competition. It keeps our two centre halves on top of their game. They've kept two clean sheets, but they know if they don't keep one on Saturday, they could get dragged." And the new lad could be in. I presume. There you go. I there presume go. Sean Brisley will be playing on Saturday <laughs> with with Matt Baldry. Oh, you'd think so. Unless there's more signings to be made. Um, first of twentieth of January. Nothing to report. A very quiet day in your Outlook podcast hours. Nothing going Kept on. Checking Twitter and there was nothing. I was like, "Is my Twitter working?" A very quiet day. And then Friday, 29th of January. As Paul said last week, you did call this did last I call week. It on yeah, the podcast. Did you I? did. Okay. Um, Kevin Nugent gets announced as the new first team coach of Luton Town. Good luck, Kev. And we look forward to welcoming you back when Luton visit Brisbane Road on the 5th of March. So is well done a, to Nugent. Is that a hit? You heard it here first, even though I had no idea. What's that? About Nugent going to Luton. Oh, no, it's, uh, that's there. But it, it, you could claim it as an exclusive if you want. <laughs> it's to, a tenuous link. If you want to an exclusive. To, I mean, he will nah. get an outstanding reception when he comes out. For me, it was like he was either going to go to Luton or, well, for me, likelihood was Luton or Cardiff. And Cardiff yeah. would mean uprooting his family. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd been away from his family. I never made the Luton connection at all. When you, did, when you mentioned it last Sunday, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then you see it announced and you're like... Well, I'm thinking Kevin Deard and Scott Cuthbert, but also the Luton manager played under Russell Slade at Brighton. Right, okay, so his connection's there. It all roads led to, to that. But Absolutely. anyway, Saturday yeah. the 30th, which was yesterday, yeah. in the morning, the under-18s beat MK Dons 3-1. Goals from uh, Arusu, McLean and Korma, and the under-16s um, beat Exeter 3-2 to book a place in the Category 3 National Mate, are you flying, man. The youth are doing well. Well done, the youth. Uh, <laughs> also, congrats to physio, Peter Webb, on the birth of his daughter, Edith well Lilly. Yeah. Well, well spotted, done. I never saw that one. Well done. And then on to 3pm, Cambridge yeah, at home. Cambridge at home. Team lined up with, it was unchanged really, yep, Chisak in goal, Clahessi, Baldry, Shaw and uh, Essam, uh, Geraldo Martin, Atangana, Payne and McEnough in the middle and Palmer and Simpson started up front with subs of Granger, Brisley, Pritchard Moore, Nolan Turgut and Nandwale. Yep, so starting line up unchanged from Tuesday, <laughs> so that was the first consecutive uh, match where it's the same 11, 11 I don't yeah. think we ever had the chance to do that under Hendon I don't Not think really. we ever done that so and another <coughs> thing for me good to see Brisley on the bench along with Sammy Moore but look at that bench compared to what it had been that's a good bench that's a, a strong, strong bench. bench there's a lot of options there yeah. there's a good experience there's game changers on that bench there so are, yeah. great to see absolutely so match kicked off fairly lively start from both teams good atmosphere in yeah. the ground obviously high expectation yeah. on the Orient side Big crowd. They filled big out crowd. pretty much filled out their yeah. capacity. I think there's only a couple of hundred seats left. So 
a uh, lot of banter going on. Um, That's about as good as it got. Yeah, <laughs> until the 10th minute, it was a weak back pass from uh, Fraser Shaw. Williamson nips past Chisak and slotted it home into an empty net to give Cambridge a lead. Uncharacteristic from Shaw, but poor. Um, he'd been doing well recently. The problem with, with that, that ball is he has loads of time, right? And he, let it, he lets it bounce. And when he lets it bounce, he slightly loses the, his view of the ball. He should have just put his head through it and just done it first time. But he lets it bounce. And then his man gets about two seconds on him and anticipates it going back. And when he has it back, it's just a well, nothing he, header. He so severely under hit, under hit the back pass as well that it was almost passing it into Williamson's path. So. A few people had to go at Essen for that, but you, there's no way you no. can blame Connor Essen for that. That's a, no. That is a Fraser Shaw mistake, error, unfortunately. And you know their strikers, he took it well. We still had to get past Chizak. He had a great first touch actually. To be fair, there, man, his first touch done all the work for him. Took it past Chizak, gave him a great angle to slot it home. One nil. One nil. One yeah, nil. Shame. The first goal conceded under uh, Nolan's reign. That's it. 19th minute, uh, corner gets swung in, uh, Baldry headed over. I will say about the corners, at times, McEnough's delivery was, wasn't the best. There was one where he literally scooped his foot into the floor um, and the chance was gone. Yeah. And also, at one down when we get a corner, the times where he's just walking to the corner flag, you're just thinking, come on, just a bit of urgency, we're one down here. They're yeah. wasting time as it is, we need to be getting the ball in there as soon as we can. Yeah. Just something that I've seen. Um, that's about it in terms of the first half, yeah. in terms of the action. Pretty Pretty drab. Yeah, a few basic mistakes. Passes not going to the players. You know, we're not attacking really quick enough. Um, a lot hoof of long balls. balls a, lot, a lot of hoof balls that no one said we're trying to cut out of the game. So maybe it's you know not having not having a playmaker in the team is starting to yeah, affect yeah. where you yeah. know they're by, defense bypassing the midfield. You know, a lot of aimless balls out. And Oli Palmer wasn't really winning. It wasn't his day yesterday. He got quite well managed by their by his marker, their centre back, and he did well. He was he was out muscling him, out jumping him, really. Managing him well, I, I think. feel sorry for Palmer. I, mean, I do. He's, he's got, got a, a tough job. But he was up against someone who's about six foot five, um, and got a good leap on him. And when on the occasion where he did win the ball, Simpson ain't in front of him. Simpson's behind him, so he wins the ball, knocks it forward, and no one's there. So you know he, he gives hundred percent, and he just he, I thought he was unlucky. You know, I'm not his biggest fan in the world, but Who, Palmer. Yeah, but you got to give him some credit. I'm a fan. You got to give him some credit. He was working hard, and when he did win the ball, there's no one following. It. There's no one anticipating him winning the ball. Yeah. Um, so a very lackluster half. Half time whistle went one down. Attendance was six and a half thousand. Pretty good. Decent. Decent with twelve hundred and thirty-seven away fans. Like we said, a bit of a derby for them. Yeah, well, absolutely. It it's an hour, only an hour away, so it's a it's a local game. Yep, second half kicked off. Surprisingly, there were no subs. I thought Nolan might have made a few subs on the back of that. Yeah. Um, and you said there should have been three changes at half-time. So what would you have done at half-time if you were Mr. So Nolan? not necessarily so much at half-time, but certainly for the second half, I would have changed Essen for Brisley. Yeah. I would have changed um, Payne for Nolan yeah. or more, potentially. I would have gone more. Well, it's hard to say because you don't know how fit Sammy Moore is. Yeah, so Nolan for me. And then up front, I would have probably given Nandole over yeah. and given Palmer a bit of a rest yeah. uh, for me that's what I called at half time yeah um, absolutely but no subs made nothing Nothing was made three minutes after half time Baldry went into the book silly foul ball yeah yet. and then four minutes later Conor Esson was easily nudged off the ball by Ben Williamson um, he smashes his shot at the near post comfortably beating Chisak and that was really really poor from Conor and to be fair also I think I think Alex Chisak could have done a lot better too, and I. But overall, it was a poor goal to concede. Very poor. I think their man. I think it was. Is it Williamson? He had the re, he had the beating of Essen all day. He was faster than Essen, and he was stronger than Essen. And once Better you know, once you know you've got that, they just kept looking for him with with the ball. Yeah. And you know, 
when that ball comes in, Assam's got about at least two seconds. Is two seconds better off than Williamson? But he makes that time back you up. Just got to kick it out for a and throw. He just in. gave him a little nudge, and he yeah. just, and he just, just sort of oh, just you've nudged muscle, me. You know? All right, I have the ball then. Centre backs aren't going to be the fastest players in the world. You know, I'm not going to say Hessem's. Really He's fast actually quite back. quick. He is, but that forward was quicker. But as a centre back, you've got to be stronger. You've got to be stronger. Yeah. Got to be stronger. And if your man's barging your back, just give him a little barge back. Or you know, hold your ground, anticipate it, and just hold yeah. your ground. But he done it. Bit. And and you're right there. Once he was in. He still had a block to do down forward, and Chizak obviously thought he was going to go far post, but beats him on the inside. And yeah, you're right. Maybe Chizak should have done better. I really think I've seen it, but I've seen it back on, yeah. on on the goals and that. And Very I poor think, goals yeah. to concede. So following that, Palmer comes off for Nandalay. I mean, that sub was going to happen anyway. Nandalay was standing and waiting to come on yeah. at one nil, and was waiting for the ball to go out of place. So Nandalay comes on for Palmer, um, and it only takes Nandalay two minutes to kind of get his first. Goal for the Orient at a poke home from a corner, a bit of a scramble, but it was, yeah. Kept composure, sticks out that massive leg of his. Six foot four, Doink. Is, really. Six yeah. foot four. Doink, two one, and that moment you're going, right, back, back in. in this. We're it's going game on. Go on this, three yeah. two, get rolling on. Or at least go two all. Absolutely, 56 minutes. So for me, I thought this was a pivotal moment in the game. 56 minutes, and you can see a sub coming on. I'm saying it's got to be Brisley for SM. SM's having a shocking game. He's been at fault for one goal. There can only be one sub happening here. But instead, it's Blair Turgot for CJM. So that was a strange one for me. I thought CJM wasn't having his best game, but he was getting involved and he was running at their defence and he was at, he had the pace to trouble them. So unless he was carrying an injury or he wasn't feeling great, that's a surprising one for me because I wouldn't have made that sub. And by making that sub, Nolan only had one more sub to make and you yeah. knew Nolan was going to come on at some point, which meant that Essen was staying on. Yeah. But for me, I would have... Maybe Nolan's got too much faith in Essen, but I would have taken Essen off. Maybe I would have taken Essen off at that time. Maybe it would have shot Essen further had he have taken him off at that point. Because yeah. you don't normally substitute a centre back. You you substitute an offensive. You you, you make an offensive change to someone yeah, that's yeah. going to bring you a goal. And Possibly, he obviously yeah. thought that, that CJM was a bit quiet. To be fair, McEnough went a bit quiet as well. Oh, I absolutely, think that, yeah, yeah. I think that Payne was a bit obscure. And, and and Jay Simpson was quiet because he wasn't getting any service. So I thought he wanted to bring someone on that that, that might yeah might yeah. rough him up a bit. I just I thought that's more direct. I thought that sub as opposed to making us more attacking actually backfired. Yeah, and made us less less threatening because Target couldn't get into the game. No, not at all. And as I say, with one sub left, you you knew you kind of got the feeling that because we were losing, no one would bring himself on, which is fine to do because obviously he's much better than any other player on the pitch. Yeah, but I just thought that was limiting it. Um, yeah, and then yeah. Six, 61 minutes, Essen was easily wrestled off the ball, uh, again by Williamson, who squared it back to an unmarked Jimmy Spencer, who was making his debut, and he buried it in the bottom corner, uh, appalling at defending again from, from Connor. Um, but maybe Baldry could have done a bit better on the line. He sort of uh, sticks a leg it's out. And... It's like a carbon copy of the second goal. Like the same ball, targeting Essen again. Again, Essen's got two seconds on this is Williamson. Williamson again... Little nudge, faster. Essen, he's gone. No, I, used, I used the word wrestled. I don't think he really wasn't wrestled, was well, it? No, but it's a bit of an over exaggeration. Choose his strength, choose yeah. his experience and strength. And clever squaring the ball. He could have shot, and he knew the shot weren't on, squared the ball. But Baldry should be anticipating that ball going in the bottom corner a little bit. He just kind of stands there. Just go out to the watches ball. Watches it go past it. Go out to the ball and close the angles down. Don't come back on the line because you're saying to yeah. the guy, you, he knows you can't or use just, your hands. I'll just, just do a Don Terry and jump in the guy's face. And if the ball smacks you in the head, it smacks you in the head. Yeah. 
So I mean, but hit it on the floor, so it's a bit of a daisy cutter, to be yeah. fair. But go out to the play. Don't go back in. They two of them went back on, stood on the line. So what you're what you're inviting the, the guy to do is what you're saying is here's the whole goal. We're only going to be able to cover a little bit, but have a go anyway, rather than rushing yeah. out to the guy and sh- charging the shot down. That's what I would be telling players to do in that situation, and I don't really think it's rocket science, to be honest. Yeah. So that we were three one down at that point. It was game over, really, but. I mean, Essen was having a shocker. Yeah, he was. Really taking some vile abuse on Twitter. Was he? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, massively. Oh, I didn't know. Massively. Um, but also, while that was going on, we got a few more um, messages from our sources. So we were told before the match kicked off that we had actually made a signing who was who was in the ground and was having his photos done um, before anyone was let into the ground. Correct. So we knew we had signed someone and we thought we know who it was, but we will never tweet on anything or make anything public through our social media accounts until we are 100% comfortable confident. and confident yeah. that it's been made uh, and we got confirmation straight after that goal and actually that it was Nicky Hunt um, still yet to be announced still yet to be announced we believe uh, it will be announced tomorrow we'll come on to that a bit later substantial undisclosed fee and we believe it's an 18 month deal yeah that's what we've heard yeah absolutely so watch that space tomorrow yeah um, so 66 minutes it should have been 4-1 as Harrison Dunk picked out Luke Berry in the box but he volleyed wide yeah I mean that goal really knocked the stuffing out of defence it really could have got a lot worse that guy should have scored 67th minute no surprise to see Nolan on for pain Um, for me Payne's really had a bad couple of weeks it divides people Payne some people people love him and others can't see it I can't see it personally if you're going to play a Tengana who's made much more of an impact for me than what Payne has. Correct. Um, you're going to need someone like Sammy Moore or Nolan to be in other central position. Because it takes the ball forward and... Because if not... Mounts an attack. Payne will never score for you. Like, Payne won't score you a goal. Atangana definitely... Well, I haven't seen Atangana shoot yet, but from what his position and from him getting forward, looks unlikely to get you goals, which leaves you either Simpson, who will always get you goals, the other forward, whether it's Palmer or Nandale. Palmer's not been... Uh, Prolific. Prolific. Now that it looks pretty good, to be mm, fair. McEnough mm. hasn't got that many goals no. at all. Or assists. Or assists. And Gerardo Martin's got a cup, has got one so far in a couple of games. Turgot hasn't done anything in terms no. of goal scoring. He's got one or two. Um, so for me, you know, maybe Payne drop gets dropped for the next match. That'd be an interesting one for me. Yeah, very interesting. Um, and then the game just seemed to fizzle out. You know, Cambridge kind of sat back. Once it was 3 1. Cambridge kind of sat back. We tried to break him down, couldn't do anything because we don't have that playmaker or that attacking midfielder. Nolan came on, but again, Nolan's nowhere near fit for me. You know, it's not, he's he's fit. He's just not match sharp. He's just trying yeah, to get that back. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that was that was it. Really, he had one effort in the area, didn't he? But he shot he shot wide and yeah, it would have been nice for him to get a goal, a consolation yeah, goal. Um, and in five minutes of injury time, were, were given. Nothing happened, and full time whistle went, and we slipped to our first defeat. Of Nolan's reign with a very poor performance. Yeah, 100%. Kevin Nolan said after the game, I've certainly put my point across and now it is about putting this behind us and looking forward. We have dropped out of the playoffs, which is not good, but now the pressure is on us and it is pressure we have built and created ourselves. The lads are going to have a couple of days to sit back and relax and then on Tuesday we're going to be getting a video of this game and that is something for them to look forward to. For me, that's that's an interesting quote because if that had happened under Hendon, Hendon would have got men on on Sunday. Yeah. For an I think that's the right training. decision. Absolutely. Three games in a week. Absolutely. Two wins and one loss. Let's not overreact about this. It was a bad performance. Yes, yes, yes. But if you'd have said to me, oh, I think I'm probably saying what I'm about to say, six from nine, 
Absolutely. A week ago, I'd have bitten your hand. But off. had that been under previous management, it'd have been, oh, get him out, he's rubbish, Hendon out, and all the rest but of it. But he, he would have got those players in, which shows you the different approach no one has taken. It could be the right approach for those players. Two straight days off as well. Yeah, absolutely. So they can have a proper lay in tomorrow. So um, after that, he goes on to say, we'll have what will be a tough game at Portsmouth, but hopefully we'll come out of it and we're not t- uh, talking about a performance like this, but one of the Wickham or Newport standard. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. He's, when he was also speaking to Dulcet Dave, Kevin confirmed that Nicky Hunt, quote, is a player we are interested in, unquote, and that he's looking to bring in two more and that, quote, Jay is going nowhere, unquote. So tomorrow could potentially be three signings, Nicky Hunt and two others. You Possibly. Know? Keep an eye on our Twitter account. Anything we hear will be put out as soon as we've got it qualified as and lo- verified. Absolutely. So, qualified and verified, yeah. Up, up, well, it has to be, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, um, can't just have anyone. If, if we put out everything that we heard, mm. no one would believe what we said. And Absolutely. That was all more, more nonsense spouted from the Orient Outlook boys again. But I think, I think we've I'm, built a reputation. I'm, I'm proud of the Outlook record. Yeah, so, so far we are... All on. on it, yeah. Yeah, we're all on. So, league table, yep. that defeat sadly meant that we slipped down to ninth in League Two. We've now played 29 games, won 11, drawn 10, lo- only lost 8 in 29. Yeah. That's still a good record. We've got a plus four goal difference and we're on 43 points. So, the playoff positions are still very, very tight. Uh, one win next week puts us back up the league table into the playoff spots, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's so, it's so tight in there. It really is. That's what's so frustrating with these bad performances. All we need to do is go on a little run and we'd be away. Yeah, we'd be away. I think if we won yesterday, we would have been fifth. Yeah. You know, so... Solid fifth as well. Solid fifth, yeah. And pushing, I think we're eight off a third. Eight points, nine points off a third, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... In it's all gettable. honesty, I think no. I think automatic's gone. I, th- I think you know, play twenty nine. We've only got seventeen games left, and I can't see Oxford, Plymouth, Northampton dropping that many points, and us getting that many points. I think now, realistically, well, Plymouth lost looking in the playoffs. Yeah, Plymouth but we can one, so we can back above us again. Yeah, true. It's a, it's a strange one. You know, I'd love to be sitting there and going automatic. Yeah, but I think playoffs. I think playoffs are achievable, and I think we'll end up getting in them. I think we'll end up scraping into them. And then once you're in them, anything can happen, really. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure automatic. But I'd love to be proved wrong. Yeah. I'd love to be proved wrong. So your views on yesterday, yeah. Mr. Levy? For me, bad end to what's been an interesting and exciting 10 days since Nolan's been appointed. Decent performances against Wickham and Newport, where we had a lucky pe- where we had a lucky penalty means we kept clean sheets with two wins. Then comes, obviously, the Cambridge game, and it seemed no one turned up for that. And three mistakes cost us. Um, Cambridge were quite poor, I thought, generally. Yes, they didn't they do anything. I thought Newport actually com- uh, conversely were, were a better yes, side, yeah, yeah. a better footballing side um, than Sean Derry's Cambridge. I don't rate Sean Derry as a manager particularly. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it seemed that, that no one turned up. You can afford one mistake in a game, but not three. And it was poor from, from two of the players who we've mentioned. And it would be easy to single them out and crucify them. But generally, it was an all-round poor performance from the yes. team. Um, and obviously, as I say, not to dig him out too much because he's kept him in game, us in games more than he's um, shut us out. But, you know, Chisak could have done better for that near post shot. Um, fans got on their backs on the players' backs and booze sadly rang out around the ground at the end of the game which is a shame well, I didn't see that many though I don't think there was there that were a many. few enough that the players would have heard and oh, really? I think it was only Sean Clahessy that came Clap, and practiced yeah, yeah, outstanding yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end so yeah. that, that just tells you all you need to know six points from nine would have taken that a week ago as I said earlier um, but let's not be too down about our position. You know, we're still, as we've said, in and around the playoffs. Big game next week against Portsmouth, and Kevin has got the, the, the tough job now preparing them for it. And let's hope 
put that be- that game behind us, focus on the positives, and get a win at Pompey. Yeah, nice said. Yeah, for me, and you poor performance following two good wins. You know, maybe we were too complacent. Maybe the players started to believe too much. There were articles early in the week saying we feel we can still get automatic promotion, and maybe the two wins in the clean sheets has gone to their heads. Mm. For me, all three goals easily avoidable. You know, firstly, sure, don't let it bounce, mate. Second just and put third for SM. If in doubt, put it out. Yeah, second and third SM. Just be stronger, mate. That's yeah. what you are. You're a centre back. Um, but you know, that entire defence were a shambles. Even though Clancy <coughs> and Baldry didn't make individual errors, they still won where they should be. And like you said, Chizak got beat a bit too easily at his near post. For me, good to see Nandale get off the mark, and I'd like to see him start against Portsmouth. So for me, my dream lineup against Portsmouth would be Brisley coming in for SM, that I think is 100% going to happen. I'd like to see more come in for Payne, that I don't think will happen. No. And Nandale to come in for Palmer, that I think will happen. So it'd be an interesting week to see kind of how those players got on in training. I thought Palmer done all right, considering he had no service, and every time he won a header, nobody was there. Um, and I also think the changes that I've just mentioned will give the team a better balance. And I also think Nicky Hunt will club come in and be a first team choice right back, yeah. for, which might be a bit harsh on Clessy because Clessy I thought done all right yesterday. No, I thought he putting some good balls, no one was in there in the first half. He put in about three or four decent balls, and no one was in there. Um, so an interesting one to sign Nicky Hunt for me. Yeah, a bit bit ran, bit right, uh, bit left field that. But he's experienced. He yeah. could be a very calming experience in a young back four. True. Or what is a young back four? You know, if if Shaw. I think someone noted it yesterday that when Shaw made that error, nobody went up to him and said, Come on, mate, head up. No yeah. one went to him. And the same with Essen. I think, if anything, I think Classy had a go at him. And you're like, You need that, you need your captain in there to get behind it. Nathan Clark would have gone over up to Essen or Shaw, put his arm around and gone, Come on, let's do it. Let's have it. Silence Baldry's from, not silence from Baldry. Yeah. Silence from Baldry. And Baldry spends more time having to go at the ref than what he does motivating his players. And when Nolan came on, uh, he was rollicking Baldry Absolutely. from the stake as well. Absolutely. And, and Baldry just took it and, and was walking away while Nolan was still giving him a load of verbal. So Absolutely. So, there you go. very disappointing days. So, those are our views. Your views at David Rickard 80. So, quite possibly the easiest win Cambridge will ever have. At CM Oriental. Defensive errors again. How many points have we lost to individual errors this season? Yeah, at John Mack in 1977 said... Don't want to crucify him, but SM is way out of his depth. He needs to be sent out on loan to boost his confidence and gain experience. Hard work starts now for Nolan. The fans must stay behind the team because that will be the key to whether we achieve anything this season. We have to stick together. Well at, said. Yeah, at Len M4, honeymoon period over. Defensive shambles yet again at times. Now beginning to realise why SM was let go by Gillingham. At GForce underscore Shiv, said too much air use, used ground, no passing, SM useless. Ref useless. Nandelay, though, deserves some plaudits. I have to say, the ref and his assistant oh, were poor. Rubbish. Consistently poor throughout the whole game. Rubbish. At Chelsea Fish, well, it's difficult to defend the Orient when the Orient can't defend. Very disappointing. Yeah, I like that. El Coado said, before people get carried away, three games in seven days is tough going for any team, let alone our small squad. Hashtag temporary setback. Yeah, at Sam Harborn, one defensive errors cost us big time. Essen was very poor. Has to be replaced next game. Although Essen was poor, I think Shaw has got off very lightly for his mistake. That, and that she's turned the game. Especially Shaw, though. You yeah, know, if, he did, yeah, he did. Especially but because SM made two mistakes absolutely. rather than Shaw's one. Absolutely, but no one, not many people mentioned Shaw's mistake at the end of the, at the, end of the game. It's all about Essen. Okay, Showing said Honeymoon won and truly over for Nobby. Now he sees the uphill battle we have. So out of defence and work from there. At LOFC 1978 confirmed what most of us suspected. Essen is out of his depth at this level. Clahessi and Turgut were also poor. Work in progress. Yeah, John W999 says we should have points deducted as that was such a bad defeat. <laughs> Mackinough and Payne were missing today and Essen 
Words foul. At Stephen J. Clark. Never really got going today and the individual errors were back. I think that'll be the last time we see Essam in an LOFC shirt. Yeah, I agree. At this due, it's a free errors and lost to a poor team. Pathetic supporters with their phone lights on. That didn't happen a lot, I'll say, but it did Second happen half, yeah. in the North Stand there were a few. Yeah. Big week in the transfer market. We massively need a playmaker in the middle of the park alongside the big Nigel. Payne came with a big reputation and not cutting it. At Chicken Orientals, Brisley and Armand in for Essen and Palmer against Pompey. Team didn't show up today and pour all over apart from Nigel and Baldry. Yeah, I am Jay Snelling. So we handed three goals to them on a plate. No aggression or believing in the possession or passing. Uh, Jamie Buck 98 said, Essen has got to go. Conference player, need to get the ball on the deck more and keep calm. At the Menace 1881 said, currently in sunny Cape Town, so I miss what sounds like a poor performance. Need to stay behind the new boss, give him time. Beginning to think maybe it wasn't all Hendon. Some players, unfortunately, may not be good enough. Yeah, at Tom underscore Smith underscore X. Looked like they picked Essam up from the street outside the ground. I'd give Palmer and the other big bloke a go together. There was a few people responding to that saying, if you do that, then you, can't, you ain't going to play Jay Simpson. So can't see that happening. Unless but... it's a 4-3-3 somehow. Yeah, mate, each to their own. At Kevin Cowlin. Said, so disappointing to end a positive week with that shocking display. Essam need to replace him with Brisley. Uh, more to should play against Pompey at Peter LRFC back to usual with the individual errors shocking although there is more of an atmosphere in space than Brisbane Road <laughs> at Taser Junior said central midfielders no attacking ability the third man runs are non-existent sometimes players aren't good enough e.g. Connor Essam at Johnny B underscore LOFC, Chisak getting away lightly today, I feel. Second goal in is Essam's fault, but should Chisak really be getting done at the near post? As I said that I said at the time he shouldn't have. Yeah, bang on. At Sam Cast 9 said Connor Essam is unfortunately not good enough to play professional football. I don't think he'll start again this year. At Lee Holland 37 underscore, need to stop relying on crosses every attack and get more shots on goal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, and that's because yeah. there's no attacking midfielder bringing the ball forward in the middle of the park, isn't it? At SMCCA8421, said Nolan needs to be ruthless, and I'm sure he will be. It's blatantly obvious that the ones that need replacing, he gave them all a chance to be fair to him. Yeah. Now needs to act. So Palmer, Turgot, Essam, Shaw, and even Clahessi, Goners. At Orient Electric said, we need a ball-playing midfielder, someone who can actually put his foot on the ball and pick a pass. Hashtag, it's not rocket science. That's Nolan. It's known, that, it's known when he's, that, when he's, when he's fit. fit yeah. yeah. And 05 Callum 97 said, Essam, Palmer, Clahessi, all stealing a living. What do they do all week to make simple errors like that? Just plain stupidity. Why do we keep lumping the ball in the air to a man who week in, week out fails to win a header? Hashtag play on the floor. At Simon08 Edwards, since Payne started, it's gone downhill. I'm not the only one to have noticed then. Is he D-Max revenge for not selling him Mr. Cox? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Conspiracy theory. Finally, at the tweets, at PankP007 said, the ball was aerial for most of the game, so my neck is now hurting. Did some good plane spotting, though. <laughs> <laughs> A lousy day. So again, thank you for all the tweets. We can't mention all of them. All those tweets were to at Orient Outlook. We appreciate them. Keep them coming in. Um, it's fantastic. You know, We appreciate all the tweets we get. So speaking of tweets, we do a prediction league update. Um, on Twitter and quite a few of you guessed the correct score on Tuesday night but nobody guessed yesterday's results so currently there's a three-way tie top of the league so at Jane Crane at GeForce underscore Shiv and at Strobe underscore O top with at Matt Bristow and at O's fans basing currently behind and there's loads of people slightly behind that and slightly behind that it's very tight one correct win or score prediction with scorers could change the entire dynamic of that prediction league table awesome. I know we keep saying I'm going to pull it up but I keep 
Forgetting. Not forgetting, just don't have the time to do it. But I will endeavour to get it because there's loads of people who are on about eight, seven points. But with the correct result and a couple of goal scorers, that it could all change. But thanks for all your predictions. It's amazing. Bang on. So yeah. moving on now and to sort of close this week's episode, positives and ne- negatives. Yeah. Um, positives being six points from nine for Kevin Nolan. Absolutely. Nandalay off the mark for the O's and it looks like Jay Simpson's going to be staying. There was I a rumour so. today about Ipswich. But yes, but I, I mean, that's just... That, that's, that's, that source was like very poor. I wouldn't believe that source. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he's staying. So negatives, defence looks very poor as a unit yesterday. Second negative, midfield not creating chances and not chipping in with their fairer goals. And thirdly, too many individual errors all over the pitch, as seen yesterday with Conor Essen making two. Yeah. Fraser Shaw making one. So Absolutely. Hero, I'll let you announce this hero of the week. New hero of the week for me. The one and only Nigel Attengar. Yeah, mate, well done. Been consistent. Do, do, uh, do. Nigel Attengar. <laughs> So there's only one fixture for yeah. us next week. We're away at Portsmouth, who are in sixth place, but only one point above us, so it's vital that we don't lose that. Portsmouth yeah, were knocked out the FA Cup yesterday by Bournemouth. Uh, they lost 2-1, so it'll be a difficult fixture, and I'm going to be heading down there. I think um, we'll take quite a few down there, won't we? I think it'll be a great atmosphere. So. It's a big away day in Leeds. New ground for away. most people. Yeah. It's only a couple of hours down the A3. Uh, back with the sh- the Orient Outlook official uh, chauffeur. Oh Cliff. yes, Cliff. Cliff is driving. I think there's two or three <laughs> of us in the car. So uh, yeah, that'll be good. Wicked, wicked, um, mate. So that's it. So yeah. Thanks to everyone for joining us for episode 59. So Kevin Nolan has taken six points from nine. We've kept two clean sheets in his first three games. So clearly moving in the right direction. So there's lots to be hopeful about, as we always are. So it looks like Jay is staying, and there could yet be a few more signings. So. 17 games left now, um, yep. so all still to play for. And if you're going to Portsmouth, uh, have a safe journey and sing Stand Up for the Orient. If you see a handsome bearded man, it's probably going to be the one and only it bearded might be legend. Me. It might be me. <laughs> it might be Oli Palmer. Or it, <laughs> <laughs> also, keep an eye out. Tomorrow is yes. transfer deadline yes. day. Uh, we do expect the club to announce Nicky Hunt. Might be others. Um, it might not be Nicky Hunt. We might be completely wrong. Yeah. Um, our information could be correct, uh, incorrect on this yeah. one occasion. Absolutely. But, uh, we hope it'd be another manic Monday at Brisbane Road. We yes. shall see. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled to our Twitter and social media accounts. As soon as we hear anything, we will get it out there. So we'll be back with episode 60 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need. And until then, as always, keep calm and listen to your own Outlook podcast. And up the O's. Up the see O's. you next week.